0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Geordie Gifts. Now, you may have noticed that my accent is a bit of a giveaway as to where I'm from. So, if you're a fan of the dialect or know someone who loves a good Geordie accent, then I'm going to suggest you visit Geordie Gifts. Why? Not only do they have a plethora of gifts such as mugs, plaques and cards, but they all have different Geordie sins and then go on them. Plus, as Mother's Day is coming up, I know, it's come by so fast, way better to get a card to your mum, not your mum, come on man, how are than Geordie Gifts. If that's not enough, what if I told you I can get you 10% off your order? Well, all you have to do is add Ramble10, that's R-A-M-B-L-E-10, at the checkout to get 10% off. Mint, innit? Right, on to the podcast, and thank you to Geordie Gifts for supporting the podcast. Thanks. Go. Right, welcome to March's edition of the podcast. I'm Joe. I'm joined by Joe Hutton from Happy Yoga Newcastle. Hello there, how you doing?
1: I'm all right. Nice to meet you, Michael.
0: And you, um, Joe, kindly uh, replied to when I put a request into the Northeast Bloggers Group um, asking for a podcast guest. Um, and getting here was a bit of a cuff, because I thought I could walk the distance, but clearly I was wrong. But thanks for joining me on the podcast. Um, yoga and running—that's uh, we're going to straight off the bat. Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, can admit that they don't stretch or lack flexibility when it comes to Porsche running or just running in general. Um, with your classes and with yoga in general, do you think there's a, a link of having increased flexibility and it can help become a better and stronger runner?
1: Well, one of my main client bases, people tend to think that um, yoga is normally for women and that people are quite often put off coming to classes. Well, men are quite often put off coming to classes because they think it's just going to be full of women. When actually, um, I, I probably have half and half men and women in my classes because one of my main demographics is um, men who are about 40, 50, who are really fit and have been doing things like ultra marathons, um, really long bike rides, like their whole lives, and then suddenly have hit a brick wall and gone, oh. I'm going to have to do something to sort my body out because they just um, can't keep going at the pace that they're going. So I end up with um, a lot of um, clients who I need to just remind that their body isn't a machine and that they need to like um, look after it in a different way as well.
0: I think there is, when you mention demographics, I think there is, including myself, who are, like, men in particular, who are, say, 30 and under, who have got that initial fear thing, and it is just for women. And it's not the case, because, I mean, I go to Pilates classes myself, and I could be possibly the only guy there or the youngest lad there, but it doesn't really matter, and that's quite good to, to know. I mean, like, lads, if you listen to this, just, you know, and you think you can't get past more than your knees and stretching, I think you should go to yoga, because... It's going to help. I mean, have you noticed any significant differences um, when it comes to... Have you noticed any significant differences when guys or girls have started um, and then they've, like, been, with, been involved with your class for say six weeks. What, what's it the, has there been a difference you, that you see?
1: Um, yeah, it doesn't take that long before um, you start getting your flexibility up. Um, it, 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 like I'm a yoga instructor, I 100% believe in it. I think that the um, it probably a six week course you will you will start to see a difference definitely.
0: Is to me, um, and this is probably just how naive I am is there like is there a sort of like a, an un onward battle between pilates and yoga or is it just basically the same thing where do do you see pilates and go "Ah, my class is better than yours
1: not at all i love pilates like i do i do pilates myself as well um i think that i i believe in cross training so doing as much different kind of things is going to be the best thing for you i think that people tend to start getting injuries when they do repetitive movements all the time so the more that you can cross train the better like i love pilates i've got no beef with it at all i, I don't know if other yoga teachers do but i certainly don't
0: this just that's just me being naive because i always like <laughs> it's when like, back in the day when i used to be a sprinter used to be that unwritten war almost of sprinters versus distance runners and they used to be like a to and fro and i don't know why i just i just, I just assumed um now you've clarified that that doesn't seem to be a case between Pilates instructors and yoga instructors what, when, it, when it came to yoga, how did it start for you with, with yoga? I mean, um, I normally ask the question, how. well I, I try to avoid the question rather, of how do you start running, because people could just, there's so many different stories and you know, I could be here all day if I started talking about that. But when it comes to yoga, because I think people would be quite interested how you started your journey on yoga and people might think, oh, it's it's actually quite simple, what was the, the starting blocks from, was it a, a case of starting at yoga class and then thinking, I can do this on my own?
1: Uh, no, I was forced to do yoga at university so I went to a drama school up in Glasgow and they li- literally had it as part of the curriculum uh, because they um, could see that a lot of um, performers and people who worked in the theatre um, were burning out really quickly so they wanted to give us like something that, we could, that would give us long liberty in the industry um, and I hated it, I did it for four years and I absolutely hated every second of it, um, I thought it was really hard to sit still, couldn't see the point of it, I just absolutely hated every second of it, but then um, then my granddad died and I just had a bit of a meltdown and I joined a class outside of my university, it was actually a gym, and was amazing just having a place that was just for me and I slowly started to build a connection with my body because I've never really been a fit person I've never really been someone who is interested in things like I was a heavy drinker I smoked I like partying um, I, I thought of my body as something that I just needed to tame and to make it look a certain way and it was for the first time ever I started to build a relationship with my body and then I got a, I got I got really into very hard physical yoga, um, and I did it every day. I did the same movements every day, and I got injured. Um, I got a um, a hypermobile SI joint, and I had to do something else instead. So I started putting strength training into my program, and that was when I started running. And I found that I got the same, like, it did the same thing for my mind, as yoga running i think there's a big link between yoga and running i think that actually um the physical movements of yoga it doesn't you don't necessarily have to do um what you would think of as as yoga to be getting the yogic benefits of the physical exercise if that uh, i don't know if that makes sense (laughs) no
0: no, i know what you mean yeah i mean when you it's good that you mentioned that the the link between yoga and running um which my next question or my next topic is: you, you mentioned the link between running and yoga, and when you mentioned starting running and then, did you did you combine yoga when you started out and running? Um,
1: um well, I always do yoga, so there's always going to be a combination of. Like At this point in my life, I yoga is so seeped into everything I do that like I probably see everything through a yoga perspective now. So everything that I do um, is from a yogic point of view, I suppose. Um, and I enjoyed the running because I enjoy the solitude of it. Um, whereas what I was finding is because I was teaching yoga um, so much and because when I was going to public classes that I wasn't teaching so when I was um, participating in a class I wasn't able to relax because um, I, kept, I, was, I had my yoga teacher hat on so I would be like oh that's a good that's, oh that's a good sequence like I wonder I can, do, I can teach that to my Tuesday class or I'll be um, I, I just can't quite get that um, like um, like participatory kind of frame of mind when i'm in a yoga class anymore so i I wanted something that i could just do that i could just leave the house and do and i didn't have to be doing it at a certain time and that i could do on my own and that's why i started started doing the running
0: and with running do you i would imagine there'd be some form of like um release or feel good factor when it comes to yoga do you get that kind of sensation when you run as well
1: oh yeah definitely um yeah but i'm when i run i'm very much a slow and steady runner yeah like and i'm not um like i'm not too proud to walk if i need to um and I, i find it very i find running really mindful actually um because like I try, I try not to run with like headphones. I just, I just go and run, and it's really nice to be able. Like, if you go out regularly, it's really nice to see like the changes of the seasons, and it's, it's just that time. And, and also you get, you get your own endorphins, don't you? And what's not to like about endorphins? Oh,
0: yeah, you just, you've literally just summed up why I love running. Like, it's just, you're not. It, it, that's the thing about running is what really annoys me sometimes is um, people get too worked up about accepting the fact that they may have to walk. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I love the fact that you said you don't run with headphones, mm-hmm. which I, I know that some people prefer to run with music because it's a motivational tool. I listen to podcasts, i.e., listen to this. Um, I'm not a fan of listening to music and podcasts on the go because I don't want to get run over on a road. Yeah. Basically, living on the countryside, there's, there's cars everywhere. Um, I love the fact you said that. And the four seasons as well, Like I didn't really just twig on until you actually just said it there. Like It is actually nice to experience. Seeing the four seasons just like roll one into each other, and especially when it gets to like autumn winter, I think that's my favourite kind of. Is that is that around the time that you like to go out and run as well, like the autumn winter time?
1: I, do you know I I live near Jesmond Dean, so I always run in Jesmond Dean. I have the pretty much I have like a. a, th- a th- I'm not I don't run far so I have like a 3k track a 5k track and a 7k track Um, but they're pretty much the same track it just depends which time I turn home and every single time I go into Jasmine Dean I'm not even joking I'll, I'll run along the stream and I'll think to myself this is the most beautiful that Jasmine Dean's ever been, and then the next time I'll run and I'll be like, no, this is the most beautiful. That so I don't think I could choose a season. I just I just love them them all really.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, see, I'm a bit envious that like you've got that ability <laughs> to like you've got your own three, five, seven k. Tr- I haven't got that. I've just got it up and down to White House Farm and back, or I've got like a big loop around um, Stanington or Tramia uh, tr- Woods, Tramwell Woods. I mean, I think that's why I love running. I mean, I know that yoga doesn't. Well, it's not yoga. Doesn't have to be indoors. It's, I, I've noticed I've. noticed it's on the creep outdoors as well. I've seen beach sessions taking part, and I've even seen like things like hot yoga take part as well. Um, what? What's? What? Are your classes in mainly indoors, or do you like to broaden and say, "Oh, we'll go to the beach one day," or, or are you more of an indoor kind of person?
1: I um, have done yoga outside. I hate doing yoga on the beach. I hate it. Um, it looks great on Instagram like
0: for the gram (laughs)
1: for the gram like it looks great but actually the floor is uneven, Um, you end up sandy, you've got people walking past you that that are looking at you, stop and stay and And, and it it can be windy and I just um, like no offense to anyone who does it because like They obviously get something out of it. It's the moment, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. but for for me, um, it's just not for me. I like I like indoor, um, so you can really practice, like focus in on yourself. Um, Yeah, and I think things like hot yoga again—that's really popular, and um, it's got its benefits. It's it's just not what my passion is.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's some for some it can tick boxes. I mean, I think I've noticed an increase in participation in hot yoga as well. When it comes to Pilates, I think because I, I don't tend to go quite a lot. Well, I do. I try and get some form of consistency going, but obviously with life, that's not always the case. And I think um, I think I have noticed a difference when it comes to strength because I know it's good for posture. I know it's good for courseability. Um And I think that sometimes with with myself, I get myself worked up a little bit if I don't go to a class. For those, is there a case of? Um, if you do miss a class or miss a couple of classes, is there a, a fear factor to say you're gonna have to pretty much start again, or do you lose that foundation or base?
1: No, not at all. Um, look, we all have really, really busy lives. Like we've got, you can only fit in so much, and if you enjoy, you, you can, you need to do what you enjoy. Um, but you also need to at least try to do a little bit extra so I think it's it, it's a lot about mindset and I think a lot of people can get put off because because they can't do everything so they end up doing nothing so because um, like I always think a little bit of cross-training is better than nothing so okay maybe you can only go once a month but maybe you could only go to class once a month but then take a little bit of those exercises and just do them before you go for a run rather than thinking i have to go to a class every week yeah. or there's no point because um, then you just end up miserable apart from anything else and if you're gonna do like focus on your glutes the end yeah <laughs> like just uh do your clamshells yeah, like the end.
0: Yeah, and do you do you, like I know I'm all over the place. But the best thing about this podcast, is I just I don't always wing it. I do a little bit of research. Obviously, you can tell I've done a lot of research for this podcast, right? Um, d- when it comes to, to running, do you um do you plan? Do you do races? Like, do you do park run? Do you do like five k, ten k races? And if so, do you try and encourage people that come to your class to go out and run at the same time?
1: Um, I occasionally do races but because my running is so private like I just I, I find that it's something that sucks the fun out of it for us so I like doing like the park run I like doing like the race for life but I, nothing's gonna make me um, rebel against myself more than the thought of having to be competitive like the minute that there's a competitive element in something it just sucks all of the fun out of us and, and like um, and I'm really bad I think that there's a lot of people that are like this that are really bad for getting really into something for a little bit and then sucking all of the fun out of it for myself so like when I first started running I was I, I really enjoyed it I did the couch to 5k and I was like oh this is amazing I'm gonna do 5k to 10k and then I did that and I loved it and then I was like oh I'm gonna do a half marathon. And half marathons are actually really, really long.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. And you they're are.
1: really, really far. And I think because a lot of people don't realise how long they are. People don't realise how far they are because so many people do them. And I'll have um, and what happened was I was like, I was like right okay I'm going to do an 8 minute mile I'm going to do an 8 minute mile and I want to run a half marathon and I want to do this and I just like was then the focus of my running was about targets it was about oh I've failed this run oh I've, oh, I've done re-, like, and I just sucked all of the fun out of it so I, managed, I took that element out and was like right your goal now is just to run go out, run because I kind of rebelled against myself and then was like oh sod it, I don't want to do it at all Like, and actually, it's. I see it as like something I want to do for the long term. So, what? Why do you exercise? Like, I think it's really important to ask yourself that. Like, why do you exercise? Like, do you exercise for a bit of paper? Do you exercise for that little uh, thing on your iPhone that says you've you've done something? Or do you exercise to make your life a little bit nicer? Yeah. (laughs) And I run. To make my life nicer i do yoga to make my life nicer and the minute that i feel like the thing that i'm doing to make my life nicer is making my life horrible it's time to reconsider what i'm doing
0: Uh, you've you've summed up exactly the athlete or runner i was when i first started running Um, like i would look at if i got into the great north run for instance i would start training and if i wasn't hitting seven to seven thirty times for over i say five miles i'd be raging there was a point where where was it? i think it was training for the 2015 great north front and and you you triggered a memory when you was talking about that and it was like i went out and thinking it has to be seven thirties for six miles or else i'm not doing it and i remember getting the two miles and blown absolutely blown like i had to stop and catch my breath and walk back and it is and you know what it is it's it's taken me a while i know what you mean where you have to sit and give your head a bit of a wobble and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it's not all about times. It's not always about getting PBs. It's not all about how fast can you cover a section on, on Strava um, or doing the data doping where you're stopping your watch all the time to, to gain times and stuff like that. Last year in particular, it's I've done what you've been doing. It's just following a case of look just forget the times and just run what you can and just enjoy for what it is like if you're not happy with running then Hiya, sorry, I know I'm interrupting the podcast, don't worry, we will get back to you as soon as possible. It's just a quick reminder to go and visit Geordie Gifts. Not only do they have a plethora of gifts available, such as mugs, plaques and cards, but Mother's Day is coming up, so where better to get a card for your mum, not your mum, than Geordie Gifts? Plus, if you add Ramble 10 to the checkout, that's ramble one or one word, to your checkout, you get 10% off your order. Right, back to the podcast, you're going to stop. And being a, a kid who's always been involved with sport that's something I couldn't possibly let go yeah. that's almost like letting go of say a football, letting go of their sport or a netballer letting go of their sport um, or for yourself like someone who's, who's so passionate about yoga and then falling out of love with it um, and I can say what you mean and like this year in particular I've done exactly what you said is I've done part runs I've not I've started a watch and I've not been bothered if it's been a 30 minute time a 25 minute time and I think that's quite important you know what i mean I, th- I think mentally um i think people can obsess a little bit with with how fast to do a checkpoint um has it ever been a point to you where you've like looked at yoga looked at running and thought i know you've mentioned running yoga for this one have you ever thought and, and thought maybe i am doing a bit too much and yeah? maybe i am falling out of love with yoga a little bit have you ever come across that
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's my job. Like, (laughs) um, it's my passion. It's my absolute passion. But it's also something that, like, let's be honest here, I also have to, like, pay my mortgage with it. Um, And I have had periods, but I don't know if you're going to get this analogy, but it's kind of like getting married.
0: I'm
1: getting married this year. Yeah. So. So, like, you love the, like... You absolutely adore your partner. Yeah. You want to spend your whole life with them. You think they're wonderful. But, like, you're going to have to sometimes go away with other people and have a party. Yeah. Like, you are going to sometimes have to, like, maybe look at... Uh, get into, you get into ruts. You get into, like, you might need to go and have, uh, like... Like, I go I sometimes go to, like, um, you know, going to workshops, going on retreats. Um, kind of getting the spice back (laughs) do you know what I mean Like remembering why you fell in love with it in the first place Um, and I do genuinely think like it's the same with my running Um, it's actually the same with my gym training as well because I love that as well and I just think that it's something I want to do for the rest of my life so it's not a short term thing and I think knowing that keeping your eye on the long term and being like right okay we've hit a rough patch here yeah <laughs> i don't want to get up at six o'clock and do my yoga how can i how how can i modify it so that i actually en- i'm enjoying it yeah and also that i'm not going to get injured like yeah. i don't I, I think bodies are um like we're not built to do the same thing every single day we no. need we need a bit of we need a bit of oh, no, variety yeah. um but no definitely yeah like I would be a total liar and any anyone who ever, any yoga teacher who ever says oh no I don't get burnt out and oh no I've never fallen out of love with it I will say right now they're a liar yeah
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> comes the feedback and all the criticism towards what you've just said there no, I,
1: think, I think I think it's a well-known it's a well-known part of it and the more open we are about it I think the better
0: yeah, yeah. I think you won't be the only person yeah. even who is self-employed or have their own business or something even the most passionate person about the most passionate subject will probably say at one point, I came out this close from giving it all up. Um, Is it tough? You oh, going to say something there sorry.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say as well it's it's because we love it that's why because it doesn't feel like work at the beginning you can fill your entire time with it so you start doing it and you're like oh my goodness this just is so good it doesn't it doesn't feel hard so I can just do it all the time and then you burn out.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I I can see where you're coming from. I <laughs> mean it, it, yeah it is it, it I think if you do something you love yeah. so much and the, the analogy was was you know I can see what you mean with it like um, and it is quite key to try and rediscover that I mean as, as runners we do have the, the lack of running mojo for instance um, where I've, I know for a fact that I've tried to train for say the great north run and um, last year's was a good example great example where I'd I think I did in total about six runs when you should be doing about three a week. And I was I did six and I completely winged it. Because I just, I just fell out of love and I was like, well, what can I do to to give us a kickstart? And it was the same for Kilda. so. Um, I, this is the question that's just popped in my head. Uh, the reason why I got on the podcast in the first place is as a business owner, yeah. is it quite hard to strike a balance between doing what you, you do to make money and pay the mortgage, as you said, and also to get out and run, I think, the reason i got you on here was to try and because i taught the runners who run but i don't really taught anyone who has a business and also runs that's why i got you on here in the first place is there like i mean i've had guests in the past who said they've tried to they found it hard to strike a balance between family life and running is it hard to try and strike a balance between family life a business and running at the same time
1: uh Yes and no, because I'm not I'm I'm not a marathon. Tra- I, I've never trained for a marathon, so I've you know I don't have the same level of commitment to um, to to my running as say someone who's done the a marathon and has had to like go out on the to this and pound the streets for hours and hours. Um, it is difficult, but time management is always difficult when you work for yourself. Yeah. Um, it's it's always and I. Like I've had my business six years now, and I think that um, only now am I really starting to put to really understand how important scheduled rest is. Like you have, you, like you have to just say, right, I'm going for a run.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I'm putting this down, I'm going for a run. You have to, otherwise, otherwise you burn out. Yeah. Like it's it's as simple as that. It's and running is like. It's so good for your mental health.
0: Yeah, like so many people on here have said mm-hmm. that exact same thing. It's
1: so good for your mental health. And what what's the option? Like, your option is that you you don't run, you don't do your yoga, and you end up um, not being able to run your business anyway because you're depressed.
0: Well, I've, I've, there's that mindset of um, doing too much. I suppose, where, uh, you know, there'll be people out there who will get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and work until 9 o'clock at night. Um, You see the thought, like, on LinkedIn, for example, like, you've got to get up at 5 o'clock and you've got to work and work and work and work. And I'm like, I don't believe in that. I genuinely do believe that, Um, especially as you mentioned, like, with mental health, I think if you're so driven to do well with a business, it's going to drain the living shit out of you to the point where you need to be like, right, I need to just pause. Like th- this invoice or these numbers and the bookkeeping can just wait or the, the getting a session plan sorted can just wait. I just need to give myself 15 minutes, clear my head and just go for a three, a five or a seven K run and a- admire the nature. You know what I mean? Because it does pull you away from any situation. I mean, has has there ever been a point where at work you've just been like, oh, this is, is today's been an app is ridiculous. Today's been nothing's gone right. So many things are going wrong, like, um, and you just went. I'm going out for a run. Has it ever been scenarios where you've, where you've done that and thought, right, that's it, don't talk to me. I'm I'm going out for a run.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I I run my business in a more like I try. Like I was saying earlier about, and I know how wanky this sounds, but <laughs> I, I am aware as I'm saying the words out loud, like what a wanker I sound. But it's just true. Um, like because yoga isn't a isn't exercise it is a full um, lifestyle it is a full like philosophy um, so I try very hard to run my business in a yogi way as well so um, it's taken a long time but for, I'm very much now um, like quite recently there was a point where I was trying to grow my business a lot um, and it was making me miserable it was making me really, really miserable. I was working really hard and I just had to have a word with myself and I had a word with my husband and my husband's very much of the same um, mindset that I have about this. It was like, well, we've kind of got everything we need, like what are you bus- why, why are you growing your business? Why are you growing your business? And it came down to, for me, when I really looked at it and I was honest with myself, it was ego like I wanted to be seen to be working all the time like I loved it when when people were like oh what you doing and I was like I'm so busy on my business I'm so important (laughs) and actually like it was just all facade like I was in charge of it and um, I'm very lucky like my business is is really like I've I've got to a point now where I, I would do work hard but I don't have to like work my nose isn't to the grindstone all the time yeah um, and that's partly because I've put a lot of systems in place so I no longer have to do it as much but also because I, ha- we, I have like what do I need what do I actually need in life like we don't have a car um, because like that that's just more money that I have to make Yeah. <laughs> like we don't um, we go on holiday but we don't go on really expensive holidays like we've decided not to upgrade our house, we're going to stay in quite a small house because actually, like, what do you need? Like, do you need the um, and I just realised it was all a massive ego trip for myself uh, and actually I just needed to stop. <laughs>
0: that's that's something that I don't really hear a lot it's quite refreshing to hear something like that because I, I would imagine um, there wouldn't be a lot of folk who would admit something like that, who <laughs> who have said that it's their ego that's been the reason why they're like struggling a little bit mm-hmm. um that's what we on here Let's have a look. doing all right here actually yeah it's flown over this um i yeah i mean is there a from a personal point of view who is this would you would you suggest if, if you knew someone who had their business and were trying to balance um everything into one pot um what if you could just if you sat if they were sitting sat in front of you right now and just be like Right, I'm trying to run my business, um, I'm trying to keep fit um, and I'm trying to have a family life and I'm struggling. What's the kind of, from your past experiences from, from doing with that, what would you say to them?
1: What What things can you add together? So how can you streamline? Like I'm a massive fan of, of streamlining. so so um, actually leaving the house more than once is hard. <laughs> like once you've left the house, you're fine. But um, so like, can you run to work? Yeah. Can you um, run with a boogie? Do you know, like stream, streamlining the things? Don't make them too difficult. Like, can you do your squats while you're cleaning your teeth? Can you do your physio exercises while you're boiling the kel? Can, like, can you, like, put it? I always think little things often you're much more likely to do than being like, right, I need to do all of this and i and i do think and i'm not saying this is for everyone but i know this is we're talking about ego and i think that is definitely a battle for me is that it's something i've just had to put to one side of of like okay you might not be the fastest you might not be the but but just doing it is like you don't have to be seen to be the best to do something you can just do it yeah yeah
0: i agree with that yeah um Uh, the the little exercises in between everyday life is a hack that maybe I should probably be doing to be honest with you because I mean I I don't know how many times I've got up in the morning I don't even have coffee in the morning I pretty much just get up have a banana and then go to work but like simple as doing a squats brushing your teeth why on earth am I not doing that do you know what I mean like it's just something and I'm hoping people who are listening to this like the listeners are like thinking the same thing as me um and and the pennies dropping thinking Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, maybe I should. Uh, I know that you pressed for time. Have got no, plenty no, just of time? Just
1: tell us to All drink right.
0: Water. All right. I thought I thought you <laughs> asked pressing you for time. I was going to wrap it up. Um, I think you know when I do Pilates, I, I'm I'm going to wrap. I'm supposed to start to, to wrap it up because um, I'm running out of things to say. Uh, <laughs> when it when when it comes to Pilates and running, um, I have a favourite running session. Um, I don't have a favourite Pilates routine or exercise because it all bloody hurts yeah. um, but I, I do feel good afterwards is there a, for you as a runner is there a favourite running session that you do or even a favourite distance you like to do and is there a favourite yoga exercise that, or routine or yeah exercise that you like to do personally but also the feedback you get off, off your clients
1: so um, I love a 5k I do as well I love a 5k, I love a really slow, amble 5k, I think that's my favourite run, but I'm a slow, lazy person in general, like, <laughs> like I'm not going to lie, like, I'm just a slow, like, the least effort, the better for me, yeah. like, and uh, sometimes you've just got to be honest about h- how you are as a person, and yeah. like, there's no, like, I could never be a sprinter, like, I'm just not fast, yeah. I'm not I'm not a fast person, um, so a slow, lazy 5k would be my favourite kind of run. And my favourite kind of yoga, oh, it just depends on the day. Like again, I love restorative yoga. It's just basically lying down with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like up the word.
0: Just embracing the lazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: and it's actually really hard because most people like um, it's taken. It, it's taken me a really long time to get like the physical side of yoga. Like that's the easy bit like learning how to do a headstand people always say, oh that must be really hard and it kind of is hard but it's hard in a totally different way to being able to sit for 20 minutes without any stimulation except your own brain yeah (laughs) like yeah yeah, like actually being confronted with your self is the hardest, hardest thing you'll ever learn how to do like me learning how to sit still and shut up, <laughs> was literally the hardest I was gonna thing i to say, ever are you
0: quite like a person who likes to be on the move all the time? Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm lazy, but I'm also like, quite twitchy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I've got like, the worst of both worlds. I
0: can't, I can't sit on my hands and do nothing, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with yeah, you. I'm,
1: I've got lots of energy, I just haven't, can't like, <laughs> like, funnel it into anything productive. Um, but, like, my... People are always saying, "Oh, I can't meditate because my brain like doesn't s- sit still." And and I think that's why why running is so good for so many people yeah. because it is like meditating, but you don't have to sit still.
0: Then no, you just switch off. Just- yeah,
1: and then you can take that and move it a step further and start to do like because a, because the way our bodies are are we a lot of people have never actually stop and rest. Because even the things that we do to like rest, like what do you do? You like go and get a bottle of wine with your friend and like bitch about your work. Yeah. What you, you go and you dance and you have a couple of Jager masters and, and dance. Or so you go and see your favourite sports team and you shout at the referee or you watch Game of Thrones. Like none of the things that we do as our like every everyday activities are um actually relaxing. unless you do stuff like running or um, yoga or it's kind of fishing that's the only other thing I can think of golf maybe Um, but it's kind of like a socially acceptable way to just stop yeah. And it's kind of sad. I think um, I always say this about people who smoke, like smoking is like this socially acceptable way to just go outside for five minutes and breathe. Yeah. Like, why are we not allowed to say, "Can I just go outside for five minutes and breathe"? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that would be much. I'm yeah. Sure, lots of people would stop. Would a lot more people would be able to stop smoking a bit if? Because I think when I smoked, I know it was definitely because I actually just wanted to go and stand outside on my own.
0: Yeah. Like so a little bit of peace of mind. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I think you've just perfectly summed up this podcast just like (laughs) just just getting outside for some fresh air but obviously the clean stuff and not lighting up a cigarette joe thank you very much for your time um i do apologize if i did sound like a complete rookie with some of the questions i was asking um but you've been an absolute cracking guest it's been it's been like it's good it's been good to get in the heads of a runner or someone who's involved with running on fundraising but I think what's different about your episode here is that you've kind of just admitted a lot of things that people don't admit, which I think is going to be quite healthy. Um, so I'm quite forward to seeing what people think when they're listening to this because I think it's it's going to tick a lot of boxes for not just runners and people who own businesses, but people who um, are looking to get into yoga or getting to look in the Pilates or strength training, or, you know, squatting with brushing the teeth, for instance. <laughs> But where can people find you if they want to come find your classes and if there's any information you want to give out, just here's your here's your moment to shine almost, no pressure. Um, where can people find you?
1: Well, if you want to come to a live class, you can find um, me in Carlisle Square, just behind Flat Cat's Coffee. Um, That's where my studio is. But I also do a lot of free online tutorials as well. So you can find me on YouTube if you look for Happy Yoga Newcastle on YouTube. And I've also got a free community that you can join where I've got loads of free videos on there, which is happyyogacommunity.com.
0: Perfect. Any social medias you want to share?
1: I can't remember my handles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll put them on the show notes for you. Don't (laughs) worry. Joe. thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me on, Michael. It's been lovely. (laughs)